Thank you so much, Tatenda, for the invite to your podcast. It is much appreciated. My name is Temitisha. I am the author of The Visitors of an Immigrant that is said to be officially launched on the 1st of July in Johannesburg. I am a business analyst by profession and I'm also a transformational activist at heart. I am often drawn to conversations that are not so popular, the kind we often believe better to live unsaid. Many a times I stand as a voice for those who cannot really speak for themselves. I believe there can never be any fairness till the less advantaged are represented within our societies when we speak of matters of importance. I have loved books from the time when I was in second grade. I started reading extensively from then and I discovered my love for writing as I grew. As a young person, I was always part of different uh, young writers clubs uh, within our school. I've been an active contributor to different platforms for quite um, a long time. I remember my first uh, major article was when I was around about 14, 15. Uh, That was for my school, Meg. I wrote an article that was titled The Man of My Dreams, best book um, of the late um, Nelson Mandela. I remember my teachers asking me if I was the one who wrote that because they needed uh, to know if it it was not plagiarized work. I came across um, what we call author coaching a few years back, which uh, back in the day used to be called um, ghostwriting. And I've been helping a lot of people share their voices in terms of them uh, publishing their work, which has been in the business space and also I've helped quite a few people write their their memoirs. Um, The Visitors of an Immigrant is my first um, work and I consider it a conversational starter in addressing Uh, challenges that are faced by immigrants in modern day South Africa. There are quite a lot of reasons why people decide to move from their place of birth. But I feel that the major contributing factor for people moving is the economic hardship hardships in their different um, home countries. In as much as South Africa is also difficult, I'll say South Africa has offered a lot of foreigners a platform or opportunities to be educated waiters, educated uh, maids and so forth because um, a lot of people get to Jobek with the promise of greener pastures, but they find that it is not difficult to break in into the system because of 
a competitive market and also for a lot of people it's not easy to legalize their status if someone is not um, critically skilled which is one aspect that is never really spoken about to say how does one maneuver when they find themselves at a position where they have the education that they were told from the moment they opened their eyes that once you've got an education you're able to take your family out of poverty but that education is way it's not working for them because there are no jobs i also touch on the fact that there are a lot of people who do not have the educational background whatsoever and they are forced to end up doing anything to survive within my book i i engaged in in the research process i engaged with a prostitute woman who's in her mid 30s to try and understand what got her there and you find and as much as she's got children that she left back home that are relying on her there are also other adults who are expecting her to to be able to provide for them which is the case for many people where parents do not really have pensions or money to carry them in in their old age and they expect the young people who they've raised to be in a position to support them but then the question is what happens when that young person is also in a position where she needs somebody to take care of them because they are not able to to carry the family or they are not even able to carry themselves in terms of supporting themselves as an adult i feel that there are quite a lot of gaps in terms of people getting an education in terms of what they can do and how can they go about being productive if uh, i'm not so sure if that's the right word because we have quite a lot of people who are willing to to work for their money but the information is not easily made available in terms of what one can do to to be able to trade say in other countries and also i always say we need we are at a position where we need to reprogram our minds in saying that we used to be taught that you need to attain an education for you not to suffer but where we are now we are at a position where you need to be able to be productive as an individual for you to add value within the society meaning if you've got say land how are you able to make use of that land how are you able to make sure that whatever maybe you produce 
we are able to export your those produces uh, to other African uh, countries. Coming back to my book, I speak of the fact that uh, South Africa, Johannesburg, uh, to be specific, where the book is uh, centered in, there is a lot of friction um, amongst the foreigners and the people on the ground because South Africans themselves are at a position where they don't get things easy. The economy is also the economy is uh, compressed, I'll say, by the number of people that are in it. So we need to be at a point where we address issues of saying, as Africans with the lot of um, minerals and the lot of land that we have, how can we be at a position where we are productive and be able to use the skills and the talents that we have without waiting for Mr. John uh, to come and offer me work. I also feel that we are sitting at a situation where a lot of regulations are set in the boardrooms, but are those regulations speaking directly or are those regulations directly addressing the situations or the problems that are faced by the people on the ground. Because we've come to a point where there is quite a huge gap between those who sit in boardrooms and make decisions and the masses that are on the ground. Meaning the regulations are there, but they're not directly addressing the challenges that are on the ground. Therefore, you find people on the ground are fighting each other without a solution, without even a platform where they can address their grievances in. I touch a lot on the fact that when we we leave the, the informal sector, which is flooded by a lot of people who do not have maybe documents where the questions will be. How then do those people legalize or formalize what they are doing? How do they legalize and formalize their skills? Because there is quite a lot of skill that's on the ground, but no one is really tapping into monetizing uh, those skills more because up until a person is discovered by somebody with money, they can sit at some corner and make beautiful shoes, but never get an opportunity to monetize um, their skills on the bigger market. I also move and touch on the formal spaces to say how do we make sure that the young people that are being trained understand the need to be able to stand out in what you do? Because we are sitting at a position where 
there are a lot of degreed people, but those degrees are not speaking to the current economic needs. And when we come to the foreigners now, in as much as I always say them being homesick is just a fraction of the problems that they face. How do we make sure that they are welcome within the, the space that they move in and they're able to, to maneuver with ease with that system? Meaning the system also needs to be designed in a way that is able to absorb uh, absorb those people in. I feel when we speak of how can we make Africa um, inclusive for everybody, I feel we have to go back to the drawing board in making sure that instead of taking a lot from the West, because I feel we do copy and paste from the West, but we are not speaking to us. We are not speaking to our needs and we are not speaking to how we can make things much more easier for us. I feel we need to go back to the drawing board and look at what it is that we have as different African countries that is in terms of skill, in, term, in terms of resources and find a way that we are able to, to share or trade those resources amongst the different countries and also be able to export our skills amongst each other within the African space. I've been seeing just how a lot of work is being put in place in terms of allowing trade within Africa. But then the main question is, we are only speaking to the elite or the educated ones who are able to, to access information. What are we saying about our bigger masses that do not have the skills and are not able to access all the information that we are speaking of? Meaning we really need to look at those people as well if we are not to leave them behind as we progress into the future. Uh, this book, um, The Vicious of an Immigrant, is the first series of um, the three books that will be coming out. They are, the second one will be out in the, in the month of November, where I touch on how religion has affected Africans, because I feel that's one other space that we are not really able to, we are not ready to address and how as a people do we come to a point where we are able to welcome each other and respect whatever the other person believes in without pointing fingers and feeling that what I believe in is, is better or what I stand for 
is what makes sense that we have because we've relied on the West so much so that we look far where least our solutions can be found within us. Thank you so much for this opportunity and um, I really look forward to engaging uh, with you on other matters.